The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow only on her strings. Good afternoon and welcome to First Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch First Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, an article from a woman who's been on Purse Strings several times, Holly Pavalka. She had a blog on engaged moms around, will millennial moms accept location-based marketing? I've talked a lot about beacons here on Purse Strings and how they are used to intercept shoppers as they're shopping. And it's actually a topic we're going to be addressing today with my guest. But Holly also tackles it in her blog. She calls out an in-market report that shows that 38% of millennial moms, that's about 3.4 million of the approximately 9 million millennial moms out there, are taking advantage of what's called location-based marketing as they shop. She interviewed Andrea McFarlane, who's the director of a digital ad and intelligence agency called Adlucent, who talked about paid search, including mobile and location-based marketing for retail. Tailors. She calls out some examples like Macy's that uses Shopkick, sends shoppers who have opted for communications from Macy's to push messages such as style tips and coupons when they're near a store. Rite Aid just recently rolled out a beacon technology to 1,400 of its stores through InMarket, gave the company access to its 42 million subscribers as well as their app users, and now they have tons of valuable data around how consumers shop them, and then it also allows them to push messages in real time to those people that are in their stores. Some of the key ways that brands are customizing that experience with location-based technology is through personalized messaging. So it actually comes out and says, hi, Susie, can I help you find, you know, whatever they're actually looking for? So it's really personalized. may feel a little creepy to you, actually, but apparently fairly effective. Convenience is the other thing that millennial moms are looking for. Curbside product delivery is something that these beacons can deliver up. They can actually alert a store associate when a mom is pulling up so she can meet that associate directly at the car to handle returns. Isn't that? That's pretty slick. Also helps in store. So when moms are in store, they're trying to find the products that they need. These beacons will actually direct them to the exact location in that store. It also makes in-store product reviews available to them as well because we know moms are also online looking for confirmation on the things that they want to purchase. It's really about making things personal, easy to shop, and validating the things that she's looking for. So keep those in mind. Beacons can, and in, in location-based technology like that can be fairly expensive, but apparently it's paying off and it's something that moms are starting to really look for, especially those younger moms. Our purse profile today is the reasonable luxury mom. She's a woman, 35 to 45, has kids about 11 years old and under in the home, up to 250K household income. She is a homemaker. There's more than a million of these women out there really focused on 
her home specifically and her role as a mom. She struggles with her desire to have luxury items and spending on herself and spending on her home versus a thing that she needs to run the household or for the family. She does like a good vacation and spa getaways. A sense of luxury really kind of permeates her approach to life. But her role as a mom is number one. She also tries very much, even though she's out there shopping for expensive items, she does try to go after the best prices. And she will shop different stores to do that. She's also looking for special offers as well. So where is she shopping? Well, she's shopping at Gap, J. Crew, Old Navy, Banana Republic. She likes Clinique, L'Oreal, and MAC. She's shopping home around Williams-Sonoma, Pottery Barn, Crate and Barrel, and Pier 1. She's driving a Volvo, a Honda, an Audi, and a Mercedes-Benz. Online, she's um, at Amazon and Disney, as well as reading magazines like Parenting, Shape, Real Simple, L and good housekeeping. Well, my guest today knows a lot about probably that reasonable luxury mom and a lot about moms because they've just unveiled a significant study looking at women's path to purchase. Rodney Mason's a group vice president of strategy and marketing at Blackhawk Engagement Solutions. Back in April of last year, They underwent two national studies where they asked women how they discover, filter, and shop today. What results is quite the picture of a connected, well-informed shopper ready to make a purchase at any time and likely at the lowest price they can find. The survey has some surprises in it. I think you may be surprised at some of the things that Rodney and his team found. You're definitely going to want to stick around and uh, hang out to find out the results of the survey. Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising, or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. 
Once again, here's Maria Ritan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Rodney Mason, Group Vice President, Strategy and Marketing of Black Hawk Engagement Solutions. And Rodney's on the show today to talk about two recent national studies in which they ask women how they discover, filter, and shop today. In other words, what's their path to purchase? I think the results will be fairly fascinating for those of you listening in today, and I'm thrilled to have Rodney on the show. Welcome. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm really, really happy to have you. You know, on Purse Strings, we're always looking for insights into women shoppers. And your survey or surveys, I should say, was particularly insightful for me. But before we dive into that, tell everyone about Black Hawk Engagement Solutions and your particular role there as Group Vice President. Yeah, thank you for asking. Black Hawk Engagement Solutions is the leading global provider of incentive and rewards uh, for the retail industry. So we do a lot of post-purchase incentives, including rebates and other kinds of incentives tied to loyalty and other programs designed to get people to purchase more within a limited time period. Our parent company is Blackhawk Network, and they're the largest provider of prepaid gift cards in the world. So pretty much you walk into a grocery store anywhere in the world, 220,000 locations, and buy a gift card for your friends or family. That's our parent company. And I am Group Vice President of Marketing, so am responsible not only for the marketing of our business, but also um, helping our clients and customers, in particular with in-depth research studies to help them get more traction with their customers. And hence this very in-depth study that we're going to be talking about today, which is how she buys. Again, I found it really, really fascinating. We know that mobile has played a really big role in how she buys. What did your survey uncover about the use of mobile? Yeah, well, mobile has exploded, and particularly with women, penetration now, 71% of women use their smartphone daily. It's the number one way they access the internet. It's also the number one way that they shop online, and the vast majority of women all pre-shop before they ever walk in a store. So mobile has literally changed the way that women shop, and the number keeps growing. So we expect, we've got another study out right now, and we expect those numbers to be up even more. But right now, uh, penetration's at 71%. Yeah, it's really, really significant. And I know I was looking across kind of day parts. It looks like she may be shopping at work as well. She does shop at work a lot. Those that admit doing it, it's at about 40%. And that's the second highest period. So again, having that phone on them, they can quickly access and do shopping. The shopping online with your phone doesn't mean that you're always buying. That means that you're doing your research. And what the smartphone has really done has made women much savvier shoppers. Mm-hmm. It's funny. You said of those who admit to doing it at work. So that number could very clearly be much larger than the 40%. And to your point, you talked about researching and, and the ability for women to do a lot of researching before they ever step foot in the store. That's really something that we've seen a lot more of, isn't there? Absolutely. Anytime that a, that a woman, what we found in our study, when they walk in the store, they have a price quality valuation in their mind. So in the old days, brand was the number one thing that attracted them, but that's no longer the case. They're armed with so much information. They know the kind of product they want. They know the quality that they expect, and they look for the best price. And it's typically not driven by a brand. Actually, price and quality are the top two factors in how they make their purchase decision now. And, you know, we talk about before they step foot in a retailer, 
but also they're shopping online while actually at the retailer in the aisle. I know that's so frustrating for so many retailers. They feel like they're being comparison shop. To your point about price and quality being the major factors, your survey showed that that number of women shopping in aisle is 16%. Did you think that was low? Because I, I think that's rather low. Well, actually, that number is not that low. So the vast majority that have smartphones all shop on their phones while they're in the store, but 16% admit that they regularly buy from a competitor while they're standing in the store. So um, we've seen those numbers grow. It's kind of like shopping at work. A lot of people don't like to admit it, but we feel like the number is a little bit higher. But truly, everybody is price comparison when they're in the store. And sometimes they might walk out of the store and go make a purchase. Those are people who just stand in the aisle and buy a competitor's product. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thank you for the clarity there. That makes more sense then. And we know she's, you know, comparing prices all the time, but where is she going most often to compare those prices, Rodney? Well, that's really interesting. So you hear a lot about shopping apps and, you know, price comparison tools. The reality is that she's going to Amazon. So in almost all categories, Amazon first and Google second. But there's been times when Amazon and Google were closer. Amazon is really built their lead over Google. And that's just because they have such a outstanding user experience on their shopping app and make it very easy to price compare. They will go to uh, retailers' websites. That's typically number three. It really depends on category. And there are a few categories like grocery and sporting goods where in-store is still up in the top three. It's still important. But for the most part, Amazon is the primary way that women compare prices on their phone. Oh, the old Amazon and, factor. And in general, crazy. really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amazon is such a behemoth these days. It's so hard to compete with them. But as you said, it's price and quality that are driving factors, really, when it comes down to purchase decision, no matter where she ends up purchasing. What are some of the other factors impacting that purchase decision? So, you know, it's price and quality. And then number three is brand. So brand still has a role in there. Store is number four. And then convenience or location is number five. We have done a lot of questioning and survey around products like Amazon Dash. For your listeners that don't know what Amazon Dash is, it's in a few select markets where you can literally push a button or order a product and get it delivered to you, get the products you order in a couple of hours. Women are very interested in that and where that exists they are definitely tapping into that. So that whole convenience factor, while it's number five, is going to be elevated as Amazon and other folks start to make delivery a competitive point of difference. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that whole convenience factor is going to end up rising very, very high, probably even potentially above brand as we think about who's shopping, right? It's a busy woman. She doesn't have a lot of time. She's going after price. She's looking for quality. And now it's going to be ease of use, I think. It'll be interesting what your next survey finds out about that. Speaking of price sensitivity, and I know you're in the loyalty business, so I'm interested in getting your take on this. Based on your survey, it looked like she's taking advantage of those store loyalty programs. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so women do belong to loyalty programs, the majority of them, and they do so because they feel like they're getting some added value from it. When we ask them very specifically, where do you find the most value, loyalty programs don't rank very high. So stores are really not doing a very good job. Most retailers are not doing a great job of showing that big added value. 
It's sort of a, I belong because I know I'm going to get a little bit more out of it. And you see that coming through in the shopping apps as well. So if you take Amazon, for instance, it's the most widely most used retail shopping app. 71% of women use Amazon. The next highest app are the grocery store apps. Now, why is that? Only 28% use the grocery store app. That's because they have a really strong loyalty program. Their loyalty programs are tied into that. Most other retailers where people shop are in the teens or single digits as far as use across the general population. And when you get down into the very specialized apps that are really just cost savings apps to help you save, you know, like a coupons.com or Ibotta, the numbers are in the single digits, real low single digits. And that's, even though they have a loyalty program, they're just not providing the value um, that women are looking for. So one thing that I think all retailers really need to focus on with their loyalty program is number one, creating that experience on your app and in your uh, store where you're providing much greater value than you know what's perceived as generally in the market. The other thing that retailers have really been missing on loyalty is engaging their customers through social. So you think about how big mobile is and the number one thing that women do on their phones is access social media. And it's also the, one of the top places where they find out about shopping news. And if you look across the board, with the exception of Amazon, there's not a lot of integration of loyalty into social media. Mm-hmm. Huge opportunity there then, because a lot of these brands are all over social, but you're saying they're they're really not seizing the opportunity to tie those together. It's not being inclusive. Absolutely. And, you know, the majority of women follow brands and they follow stores on social media. And the number one reason they do it is to get better prices. And if you go out on any brand or any store site on social media, there's little talk about price. It's usually fashion or trends or news or promotions. Those things are least favored by women. They're really there to save. And that goes all the way back to 2007. The consumers, particularly women, are much savvier. You know, since the the Great Recession, there's been anemic recovery and a much greater sophistication in shopping because of the smartphone. And so they're really looking for that value, and they're just not getting it from retailers at this point. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that women are following these brands because they want to hear about promotions. But put social aside, where else are women learning about promotions and other shopping news, if not from social? Are they getting it in email blasts? Are they picking it up in advertising? What were the hot points that you noticed in your survey? Yeah. So, you know, as far as learning about products, it varies by industry, but just overarching social media is huge. Friends and family is huge. Television still plays a role from an awareness perspective, but so does Amazon and Google. So it's really gone all digital. The old mainstays of retail, print, broadcast have dropped way down. So it's just much more digitally oriented and price-focused. Mm-hmm. When we come back, Rodney, I do want to ask you about this whole price versus value conundrum. I think that retailers, ever since the recession, have kind of almost commoditized themselves, if you will. And I'm curious what your thoughts are about how they do deliver value when price is, of course, such a focus. So think about that, and we'll tackle that when we come back in just a moment. Everyone stick around. More Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers.
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Rodney Mason, Group Vice President, Strategy and Marketing of Blackhawk Engagement Solutions. And we've been talking about women's path to purchase based on a huge survey that they did back in April 2015 of women and how they discover, filter, and shop today. And we've been learning a lot about mobile. We've always known that mobile was huge. In fact, it's the number one way women shop. And when we talk about shop, we don't necessarily mean buy. We also mean research. And we also have learned that women spend a ton of time researching before ever stepping foot into a store. Of course, Amazon continues to be huge here, as Rodney shared with us, the number one place that women go to comparison shop, which they're willing to do while they're standing right there in your aisle if you're a retailer, and you know that to be true. Oftentimes, she's looking for that best price. Uh, She's also looking for quality. Those two things are the biggest factors impacting her purchase decision, as we've learned through this survey, which leads me, Rodney, to the big question. You know, ever since the recession, price has become even bigger than brand, and yet brand is synonymous oftentimes with value. How can companies, how can brands kind of elevate themselves out of this commoditization around price? It feels like a never-winning kind of proposition to always be based on price because you're going to lose more often than you probably aren't, especially because of the Amazon factor. So talk a little bit about this challenge of price and quality with brands. Yeah. So, you know, if you just lower your prices across the board, you really are um, going to dig yourself in a hole. Price is important, but there is a quality equation that 
women shoppers go through. So if they find a red sweater that they like, they know the material that it's made out of, they can quickly match that. And that's one of the things that Amazon does. They can find a similar brand made in the same way for a better price. So that's really where you get into that price quality equation. What a lot of retailers are starting to do and be successful with, and, and this is just, isn't just from our study, it's, it's been out there. There are tools in the market that are helping retailers have best in market prices. There's price match programs. There's BOPUS, buy online, pick up in store, that delivers on convenience and saves the customer even more money. There's special services and delivery that adds that greater value. There's even rebates. So in the old days, you know, rebates were a form that you filled out and you mailed in and you might get paid six weeks later and kind of had a bad reputation. That's not where rebates are today. In fact, rebates or post-purchase incentives are one of the big ways that retailers are being much more competitive in market with price. And the way they're able to do that is to say, okay, we have the very best price. We have a better than Amazon price. And we're able to do it because we've got it through our loyalty program or through a special rebate program. And Mr. Customer, you can buy this product and you can save and it's real easy and you click. And not everybody does that. And through the breakage, they're able to give a better price to the customer. But more importantly, they're getting more sophisticated with products like that. So tying it into loyalty, they can look at a customer and say, oh, this customer typically buys $50 to $60 worth of items from us during the holiday season. Let's give them an incentive. And the incentive might be spend $120 with us this holiday season. We're going to give you $25 back. And there's a validation process, much like a rebate, very simple and easy to use. That bundling and getting people to buy more and see greater value, not only on that single item they're coming in for, but spending across the store makes them stickier and they will buy more from you. So, you know, kind of a, a long answer there for you, but through value-added services and incentives, there are retailers who are breaking through and not just discounting their product, but they're finding creative ways to get a better price quality equation. Mm-hmm. No, I, great answer, because I think that what we're finding from sophisticated marketers is that absolutely. And I'm not only a marketing to women person, but I'm also a consumer. And I see these all the time. They come to my inbox all the time and they are harder to say no to because you do feel like you're getting something of value, especially if it's a brand that you're going to shop anyway. And it becomes an incentive to shop now. I think that's the other thing, don't you, Rodney, that it becomes an incentive to shop now, which as opposed to putting off that purchase decision. Yeah, and that's a great point, and that's come up in a lot of our studies, that path to purchase has been condensed. So when women shop, you know, in the old days for the holiday season, they might shop for six weeks. Well, now they take a a particular individual and a particular category that they want to shop for, and they do that in two to three days because they have so much information, and they're able to, you know, get to market quickly. So you have to interrupt them before they make that purchase. And those kinds of incentives, like you were just saying, buy today with a sense of urgency in this exclusive deal right now and and save more when you buy more, those are all imperative and important because of the sensitivity of time of, um, you know, how much time the shopper is actually taking to shop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now let's talk about how they pay for things. You alluded a little bit earlier to gift cards and maybe prepaid cards. Those tend to be pretty big winners, it looks like. There's a definite preference for plastic over electronic. Are we just old-fashioned when it comes to wanting to pay with plastic? 
No. So, you know, if you're talking about prepaid cards or gift cards, there is a preference for plastic. Electronic is growing significantly. And the majority of people are comfortable and the majority of women are comfortable using electronic gift cards. But the higher the denomination, the more they want it to be plastic. It's like holding cash in your hand. Mm -hmm. And we've done some kind of, after we've done our studies, we've kind of gone back and done some qualitative inquiries and said, hey, why is that? And people feel like sometimes those electronic rewards or those electronic gift cards get in their mailbox and they forget about it and they expire or they lose them versus the plastic. They've got it in a drawer in their hand or their wallet and they don't forget to spend it. So really, it's it's more tied to that. As it relates to post-purchase incentives, let's say a rebate, reward preference is always to get that open-loop prepaid card that you can spend anywhere versus a gift card to the store they just bought from. Now, we help retailers with that. We have a patented process called Click Choice, where the consumer can choose either the retailer's gift card or the prepaid open-loop. Mm-hmm. And usually, the retailer will put a few extra dollars in their gift card to get the customer to choose that, and they're happy to take it. But that prepaid card where they can spend it anywhere draws in a larger audience. So you'll see a lot of rebates and post-purchase incentives that will offer that prepaid card that can be spent anywhere over the retailer's gift card because it attracts a larger audience. Mm -hmm. I totally understand that. It provides her the maximum of flexibility, which at the end of the day is, is what every consumer wants is flexibility, ease of use. I could talk to you for a very long time, Rodney, but we are running out of time. So I'm going to give you one more question. And you've covered a lot of this already, but if you could just double down on just a few quick tips. What are the best channels that marketers should be using to communicate with her at the end of the day based on your insights? Yeah, well, surprisingly, email is huge. And, you know, a lot of people feel like email is is old and outdated, but actually it's the number one way that women want to be communicated with in their loyalty programs and other things, that's because they can access it on their phone. Also, social media, I can't stress enough how important and how behind the industry is and the uh, social sphere and really creating that relationship with the customer and giving them what they want. They want better prices. They want you know better quality and opportunities to buy. So I'd say those are the two big ones. Texting, I would say is from what I've seen in the studies is probably the most annoying way that you can reach out to people. They will <laughs> sign up for it. And then they get inundated with too many messages on texting. So I wouldn't go down that path. So really the two big ones are email and social. And then making sure that you are relevant on Google and that you do have best prices in market and you're relevant in social. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good words of advice. Rodney, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I want to drive everyone to your website. Blackhawk Engagement Solutions is the name of the company. It's bhengagement.com. Check them out. As Rodney mentioned, they do a lot of work in the space, especially around loyalty programs. And Rodney, thank you so much for being on the show today. Great. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And thanks to my producer, George, and join me right here next week for another edition of First Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.
The opinions expressed on this Cranberry Radio program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry Media. Any redistribution of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 